0: we're already doing it all while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder Tom Korsky is the executive editor of Blacklock's reporter. We like to talk to Tom as much as we can about the stories that they've discovered from our nation's capital. And there's some dandies this week. How are you, Mr. Korsky?
1: Hi right, well, thank you Ruth.
0: We had uh, I still get a uh, reaction to our CRA, CRA exchange of last last weekend. I just hope I never get a reaction from the CRA. <laughs> so let's start with this one that you have. The Treasury Board president budgets $82 million for COVID tests for 4,700 employees. So I grabbed the calculator, and I don't know how accurate my calculator is, but it comes out to $17,446 per employee for COVID tests. What's the story?
1: Makes no sense, does it? Not really. This is the Treasury Board in budget estimates, and there's, sure enough, a line item, $82 million to enforce their vaccination program over five months. But almost 99% of their employees are already vaccinated. They know this because they said so. And when they count the unvaccinated employees, it comes to about 4,600 people. Well, you say, how on God's green earth, could you spend $82 million? Enforcing a vaccination program for 4,600 people, even if you were driving them by limousine to That's right. COVID test centers, it do, it just doesn't add up. No. And the board, Treasury Board, was asked, and the president of the Treasury Board was asked by us in the House of Commons five, six times. How, what, what's the math? And they didn't have an explanation. Uh, you know, Roy. There. There has been a sense of uh, a heyday, sort of a holiday for consultants. This has consultant written all over it. And indeed, one member of parliament, Kelly McCauley from Edmonton, asked if a certain Quebec engineering company was now in the COVID test. (laughs)
0: Ah. Ah. Have to save those jobs. (laughs) Have to save those 9,000 jobs, Tom. (laughs) God bless
1: them. No explanation, Roy. (laughs) Everything comes out eventually. Everything, nothing is a secret forever. These numbers make no sense.
0: How about this number, quarantine enforcement? A $614 million failure for the government of Canada, quarantine enforcement. Please share.
1: Well, the Auditor General uh, said, uh, in her own words, that this was not a success story. Everyone will remember from the outbreak of the pandemic in March 2020, there was a series of cascading rules that affected air travelers and, and then motorists who crossed the border at land crossings. You had to have a COVID test before and after. You had to stay in a quarantine hotel, had to book three nights, had to report your activities all the way along. Public health agency managed this whole thing. The whole point, of course, was to seal the border, stop infected people from entering the country. It didn't work. It didn't stop infected people from entering the country. But it did cost $614 million, almost two-thirds of a billion dollars, Roy, on a hodgepodge of quarantine rules, that did not work. So they, they had one job, and, and they didn't get it done, and it cost $614 million.
0: Money means nothing, literally means nothing to these people, they, because nobody puts the brakes on them. As you pointed out, Yves Giroux, the parliamentary budget officer, who's been a guest on this program quite a few times and calls it like it is, he says, as you point out, that the federal government departments, well, what do they do with the unspent cash?
1: There's a fiscal year. This is, the, this is the Christmas for public service managers. It hits at midnight on March 31st of every year when the fiscal year turns over. If you have unused budget funds, there is a long tradition. It's called March Madness. That's not American college football betting pools. That's a Canadian term that applies to the end of fiscal year spending spree. The government has always denied that it exists. Auditors have always said that's interesting because there's suspiciously high rates of spending in the last weeks, days, hours of the fiscal year. And Budget Officer Giroud, testifying in the Senate National Finance Committee, said, of course it exists. In fact, there's every incentive for federal public managers to blow through their unused budgets so that when you get your new budget That's on April 1st, right. they don't reduce it. March, yeah. madness, right? Very expensive. I,
0: I had a government minister actually confess to that on, on the air one day. I was quite surprised. I had him repeat it. He said, yeah, if we don't spend everything that we have in our budget this year, we're not going to get the same amount next year. They're going to think we can do with less, and we can't have that.
1: Ex- ex- exactly. Now, what's the problem? Well, of course... <laughs> <laughs> <The> problem. Problem. <laughs> it's not their money. That's right. Oh, 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 no, no. Even sailors on shore leave don't spend like that. If it's their money, yeah. The problem is it's your money, and so, it's
0: borrowed money. So, so Tom, on this, you know that cliche, spending like drunken sailors. I've been a drunken sailor. It's, it's not and fair. I know I spent more judiciously than the government <laughs> when I was a drunken sailor. It, it does slander drunken sailors. It certainly does, does not object. <laughs> I object. sincerely object to that. <laughs> nope. Strong letter to follow. <laughs> if you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green.